Lakers done. They're done. It's over. It's a wrap. Um, it was pretty ugly looking at them last night. Those are my thoughts exactly. Um, welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I am your host, Julian, and today we are going to do a deep dive into the L.A. Lakers organization, uh, if you even want to call it that at this point. The Lakers have been so disappointing and so upsetting for the past, I don't know, two, three months. Um, I decided to do this special episode with my brother, Javar, just so we can kind of uh, get off some quote-unquote hot takes and just to, you know, just as a stress reliever for us, because, I mean, as diehard Laker fans, having to watch the crap that they've been producing for the past two months has been really, really difficult. So, Lakers fans, NBA fans, please listen. We're going to be blunt. We're going to be honest. Um, we're not going to sugarcoat anything. LeBron is not 100% to blame, but he is a very large piece of the pie. So is Luke Walton. So is Magic and Rob. So, please listen and enjoy. Mm. Welcome to another edition of the Current Era Podcast. I'm your host, Julian, and today I have my brother, Javar, back on to help me dissect the Los Angeles Lakers and how absolutely awful they have been over the past, well, month and a half, two months, really. Um, Javar, what's going on, man? How you doing over there? What's up, man? Hanging in there. I mean, pretty much feeling how you feeling. Tough, <laughs> uh, tough season. Disaster. Yes, disaster. That's a that's a good word for it. I mean, as it stands right now, we're thirty and thirty four in the West. Um, we're the tenth seed. We're five and a half games back from the eighth seed. We have losses to teams like the Memphis Grizzlies, the Pelicans without Anthony Davis, the Suns, and the Clippers. And that's just recently. Um, this team is an absolute mess right now. There's eighteen games left in the season. Um, man, who do you who who or what do you feel has been the determining factor? I mean, why are we so bad right now? Like, what's what's happened to the Lakers this season? Well, you remember we were in the fourth seat on Christmas? I mean, doesn't yeah. that feel like so long ago? Man, it feels like a lifetime ago. <laughs> that was only a couple months ago. And guess what? We got a couple – we got a whole month left of this crap. We got 18 games left, and we already out of it. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's unbelievable. Um if I had to give the most blame, um, so I like to do this this thing called a blame pie. Um, if you think of it like a like a whole pie, you know, it's not always cut evenly. Sure. Um, some some chunks are bigger than others. So sure, the sure. biggest slice will be have to go to me to the front office. I'd say like forty percent. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's weird because for the most part, I liked everything they've been doing up until you know the summer, uh, everything was working. They got LeBron James, right? I mean, and still have cap space, <laughs> max cap space left. I mean, you got your right, superstar right. and max cap space. But then, next thing you know, they sign uh, KCP. Huh, okay, that's not too surprising. Clutch, clutch client. He's a shooter, in, with, but, you know, theoretically, he sh- you know, he's okay. Sure. And then, uh, JaVale McGee, okay, a minimum center. Uh, okay. And then Lance Stevenson. Huh, it's starting to get weird. Um, I, don't, <laughs> I, guess, I guess coming off the bench, he's be a decent spark, but uh, we need some shooters, right? We need, we need you know, uh, we need better. We need players. to make a better move than that, yeah. yeah. And then the, the next day, Rondo, they, I'm starting to lose my uh, mind. I'm like, <laughs> he doesn't fit at all. Like, what does that mean for Lonzo? Were y'all about to trade him or what? Because mm-hmm. it didn't make any sense. Uh, then they let Randall go, um, just for, for nothing. nothing. Yep, for nothing. Just, you know, we no no picks. No, I mean, we couldn't get a second round pick for him or something. I mean, uh, something. Just let him go. He signed with the Pelicans for. Rondo money, basically nine million. Um, we did not sign Brooke Lopez, who said he wanted to come back. Mm-hmm. 
We'll just let him go. It may be nice to have a stretch center who could defend the basket. You know, Lopez wasn't great. He wasn't a great rebounder, and he was, you know, up and down some, some games, inconsistent, but he still was a presence. I'd rather have him starting um, than going in as with Zubats and McGee as our centers. Because keep yes. in mind, Zubats, you know, he was not, he didn't, he had a horrible second year, and he, did. he didn't show us anything in preseason um, uh, or, or at the start of the season. I, I was I almost wanted to cut him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, luckily Magic and them didn't do that. I guess it would, would be worse. I mean, trading him for Muscala or <laughs> just letting him go for nothing, I mean, whatever. So running down the rest of the list for, for you know, Magic and them, um, everything was working fine up until Christmas, right? I mean, we, 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 it was one-year deal, so we, we didn't get too mad about it. We just put it aside. I was like, you know, we, we got our young guys could, could shoot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Kuzma, Hart, and B.I., they all shot good percentages last year. Lonzo, you know, he'll get him up. We hope that he shot a better percentage. But we, we wouldn't worry. I wasn't really worried about the shooting. Uh, I was more so worried about the size and just really uh, the, really what they were trying to do. Uh, they were trying to be all uh, more ball handlers, less shooters, more athleticism, stuff like that. Agitators, defenders. They thought this roster would match up with Golden State better for like or be like better in the playoffs. That was the line they were using. <laughs> it made sense. It made it made enough sense, right? I mean, because we were good for like the first couple months, but mm-hmm. and it fell apart. Yeah, we we and destroyed then, Golden State on Christmas too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, it really matched up well with a lot of playoff teams yep. up to that point. Uh, but then it, 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 uh, when we got to the deadline, and it just went to crap, man. Um, we already were kind of on life support because of all the injuries, but then when the dead the, the tra- AD trade uh, rumors were going on, when they were just putting the whole team on blast uh, and trade rumors publicly. Mm-hmm. It just really messed up the, the psyche of our team, the chemistry. You know, the one-year guys just gave up. The young guys took them a couple of games. Other than Ingram, he played well the whole time, but it took most of the guys, the, you know, the young guys a couple of games to get their bearings. And uh, the aforementioned Zubats trade, which made no sense whatsoever because at that point he was the <laughs> best center. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, right after that, Magic flew up there, met the guys in Philly and and. They, they must have just gave him the side eye or something because at first he said he was going to give them big hugs. And then after the meeting, he said he's, you know, he's all acting all different, saying we got to stop babying them and the professionals and all that. So they must have <laughs> ice grilled them, right? That's the only thing I could think, right? They must, it must not have went well. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, so, yeah, that, I mean, do you agree with that? I mean, I, the second slice, second biggest slice is injuries, but do you have anything mm. more to say on the front office? Yeah, definitely, man. So, I mean, I, I essentially agree with everything you said, but to me, the injuries overtake the mistakes that management has made because even though management is in charge and they make those type of decisions, I mean, at the end of the day, we have LeBron James. So, you know, him missing 18 games is huge for us. And Lonzo has been one of our best defenders, if not if not our best defender. And him going down and missing the past, you know, month and a half to two months and it looks like the rest of the season – that's been huge for us because our defense has been absolutely garbage since he left. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, Magic and Rob—they've, my goodness, um, you know, people people tried to crap on them for the D'Lo thing, and then we signed LeBron, so people were cool. Um, and then you know, we we like you said, we signed you know Javel McGee, KCP, Rondo, Beasley, Lance Stevenson, one-year deals, and right. well. Yeah, like you know, we you know we we, we come into the season, you know we we started off slow, um, 
And, you know, then we got it together. You know, we're 20 and 14, six games above 500, fourth seed in the West. We just dominate the Warriors, but LeBron gets hurt. So to me, you know, that that night changed our entire season. Uh, I mean, you know, the, the the whole AD thing, that definitely had a huge impact as well, because like you said, you know, everybody just got their feelings hurt, essentially. So, um, so do you think... Okay, so the LeBron injury obviously was a big factor, but we could have recovered from that, right? We had enough time. He came back in January. But there's I, two things. There's two things. There's the AD trade and the Lonzo injury. I was about Which to say, yeah. Which one do you think is the bigger deal? Which one Lonzo. do you think was the knockout blow? Lonzo. Lonzo, Lonzo. my goodness. Do you think, if, you think even after the trade rumors, if Lonzo was healthy, you think we'd be in a, you know, in a better spot? Yes, I think we'd be in a better spot. Not saying that we'd be the fourth seed, but we'd – I mean, we'd at least be the, you know, six, seven, six, or eight. Eight, seven, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because, like I said, Lonzo was our best defender. And right now, we're getting killed on the perimeter. Guys are just driving right by us. We're blowing coverages left and right. I mean, it, it just looks awful out there. And Lonzo and was a, a huge part of that. Defender. Yes, 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 yes. And he, he's, he's he's another playmaker. Um, he, he He's finished around the rim a lot better this year. Uh, his jump shot was getting better. Yeah, like, you know, he, think, he was think, just think, hitting his stride. I think his composure and, like, how he never gets high, never gets low, I think that that's, a, like, kind of leadership in a sense. And I think mm-hmm. guys feed off that. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I think this, he's just got some underrated qualities, man. Like, his impact goes way beyond the stats. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lonzo effect is a real thing, man. And I'm, I'm a believer. But I'm sad, man. I, I don't know if he's ever going to put it, play for the Lakers again. We might have seen his last Laker game, his, his last days as a Laker when he was just starting to put it together yeah. uh, before he got hurt. He, he might get traded this summer. You know? <sighs> no, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a possibility. Um, but let's, 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 let's keep going with the, uh, with the blame game here. So, so yeah. Magic so, and Rob so, are your biggest ones and then your injuries. So who's, who's, who's next to blame? Okay, so between the, the front office injury, the 70% of the pie, uh, 40% front office, 30% injuries. So there's 30% left. I'm going to split that 15% each to Luke Walton and LeBron James. Starting off with Luke Walton. Mm-hmm. Um, he's you know, a young coach, uh, inexperienced staff, You know, hired a whole bunch of his college buddies and uh, <laughs> people he trusts on his staff, um, teammate Brian Shaw, stuff like that. You know. It'd been nice if he had like a like a Ron Adams type or a Tex Winters type that could you know help uh, guide him in, in you know with just X and O's and just just experience. Um, but alas, um, over the last three years, um, we have been surprisingly you know our record has gotten better and better each year. Our defense has been last year was most it was the top ten most of the year uh, before it fell off after injuries. This year we were. Uh, even close to the top five, uh, we were top three when when Lonzo, when when LeBron got hurt and Lonzo um, was still healthy, we were top yep. three in defense. And we fell off a cliff once Lonzo got hurt. So it kind of makes you wonder if Lonzo was the biggest factor in our defense the last couple of years. But we've shown improvements there, but we've had no offense, right? Like, what is our system? Just <laughs> fast breaks and some basic motion? Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I haven't seen any evolution of that. Um, he's decent on like out of bounds plays. plays. Yeah. yeah, but it's just not enough, man. We need we need some kind of system, some kind of philosophy on offense, something to go by. Guys should know when to get to the corner or, or when to 
to move from weak to strong, when to do a when to do a little flare uh, screen for a teammate to help get him open, or dribble handoff, just the little things, right? I wonder what they're working on because we haven't seen <laughs> much improvement on that. Um, and then the biggest thing for me is his rotations. I mean, mm. this guy, um, if he's the captain, like Rondo, is got to be his uh, his wingman. <laughs> he's going down the ship with Rondo. Like, my goodness, like. Um, the last couple of weeks, Rondo has been basically sabotaging us. He's just you know, <laughs> taking, I mean, seriously, taking terrible shots. And the defense wants him. They're begging him to shoot these shots his whole yep. career. Why do you yes. decide to shoot 10 threes with us now? What the hell? <laughs> um, he's just throwing the ball away, not playing any defense whatsoever. Like, he's, he's probably whispering to his man, hey, just walk away, go to the corner, or go walk <laughs> in the basket. Because like it's seriously, man. Like I've seen clips where, or I've like rewinded. I'll, I'll sometimes I'll just watch him on defense, and he will come down and he'll just go straight to, under the basket to try to get a rebound. He does not guard his man at all. He, like he pretends like he doesn't have a man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, and then you know Luke just keeps playing his guy. Like no matter what he does, he's he's always playing his minutes. Earlier in the season, he was starting over Rondo. I mean, uh, finishing games over Lonzo, mm-hmm. playing like. 35 minutes to Lonzo's like 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when Lonzo's been cleared to play, he can't use the injury excuse no more. No minutes restriction. And we even had a, a time where, where, remember, when Rondo was suspended and Lonzo was playing great without him. Yep. And then Rondo came back for suspension and he started just immediately, almost immediately taking all of Lonzo's minutes. It's like, yep. So is that um, he never staggers his rotations. You know, even now, uh, you know, we're on life support and he's still got. Uh, minutes, you know, more five minutes at a time with no B.I., Braun, or Coos out there. Ridiculous. Like, that's that's madness. Like, especially when your bets are sabotaging you. <laughs> madness. So I don't know, absolutely. man. Um, I mean, he hasn't, like, dipped into the G League or something to get some guys. Like, I don't know if that's a front office or coach thing. I think it's usually the coach's decision if they're, like, two-way guys and stuff. But I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts on Luke Walton? Man, so Luke, um, I've I've had a problem with Luke since day one, essentially. And my main problem with him has been his rotations and his offensive scheme. Um, so, you know, his first of all, his, his his offense, quote unquote, is not an offense. It's just a motion that they do. Um, like we, we literally ran that in high school. So, like, it's not like a real offense. Like, it's just, hey, move around, set a screen for somebody and move or, you know, set, you know, set, set this pick so they can flare, you know, do a high pick and roll. That's not an offense. Like we, we need some type of ball moving, um, you know, set your man up offense to where, you know, we, we actually run some plays like I, I don't know about you, but one of the things I love to do in the NBA is I like to watch when guys bring it down the court and see what kind of hand gestures they're making or see if they're looking to the coach or, you know, whatever to call out a play. Right. They that almost, I'm about to say, that almost never happens with us. Like, it never happens. And that's not good. Like, that is not a good thing. I mean, our offense is absolutely. How many times pathetic. are we, like, got, like, six seconds or left left on the shot clock? Oh, my goodness. We are always in, like, late shot clock situation. Mm-hmm. If it's not a fast break, you know, basically we're going to end up with a terrible shot at the end of the shot yep. clock. Or, like, a JaVale McGee post-up or a Rondo three. I mean, and yeah, and so let's. Uh, I mean, the the rotations that he makes are just god awful. Um, you know, you you've you've pretty much touched on it, but there's no way that Lonzo should be playing 20 minutes and Rondo plays 35. Like, there's absolutely no way. Um, and, and in the beginning of the season, when when he was coming off his injury, 
uh, and he was cleared to play, no minutes restriction, like you said. Like I was, I was heated every game. Like I was just like, Luke, what are you doing? Play was Lonzo like at the Lakers or something. Yes, I, I was tweeting. I was tweeting at Lakers, at uh, Lakers Nation, <laughs> at Mike Trudell. At at Magic, like, like bro, I was tweeting at them all. I'm like, what is happening right now? I was so upset. Like, I, <laughs> it was crazy. I mean, and yeah, I mean, he, he, he never staggers the guys. Um, I mean, you know, there, there's times when it's like Rondo, KCP, Lance Stevenson, Beasley, and JaVale McGee. Like, what, what, what? No, no, like, who stops that? Who's in this lineup? Who's oh, yes. Like, who, My what, is the, what are these guys' roles? Like, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, Look. but on, on the other hand, that's kind of the hand he's dealt, right? That's the roster he's got to deal sure. with. I mean, but that doesn't mean you have to play a whole bench lineup. And he's been no. doing that his entire tenure with us. Yeah, I always, I've always hated that about. There's two things, those two things he hit, like playing uh, random bets over the young guys. He did that mm-hmm. with Lou Will over D'Lo. No, yeah. Byron Scott did that too, but um, yeah. Luke did that. Um, he was playing KCP crazy minutes last year, like him taking whatever terrible shots he wanted, pull up threes, and never, <laughs> never pulled them. He just I guess that was, the, you know, because we want to appease LeBron low-key, but still. <laughs> and then, and then um, yeah, like, he's always been doing his all-bench lineups. It's just, uh, maybe because he was a role player, he wanted to play like that. I don't know, but I don't want to like hear it. that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm trying to think of his logic because I don't, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. I, I don't. He's... I mean, last year we did have a good bench. Uh, you know, we had Clarkson and Nance and like that, but like this year, man, I I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know what he's doing with that. Yeah, I mean, Luke, Luke those two things a... there have been killing us. I think playing overplaying Rondo yes. in his in his in his rotations, we yeah, could get around the rest of it. I mean, we we were a winning team, you know, for the first couple months of the season without an offense because our mm-hmm. defense was okay, and uh, we we still got around his terrible rotations. So that's why you know, even despite all these issues i don't want to give him too much blame because you know a lot of it's not even his fault too it's just the roster sure sure so, sure can i get can we move to lebron yeah yeah let's go ahead and talk about lebron now so lebron is the other 15 percent of this this uh yeah. pie that you have here so why should he have any blame he's lebron james he's just a player right <laughs> Just, just, yeah. a, just this, he's not the this coach, superstar. not the front office. The, the goat, right? He's the goat. He's 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 our king. Not my uh, goat. Not my goat. <laughs> but um, you know, I was excited when we signed LeBron just because it's it's getting a superstar uh, helps us be moves into more relevancy and and it seemed like he was signed on to playing with the young guys and you know we didn't trade everybody for Kawhi or whoever uh, random star or whatever. Uh, so it's like okay, I'm just gonna roll with LeBron. Even though he's, you know, it's been two months, he's not doing a press conference. He showed up to our summer league games in Laker shorts, right? So he's, he's in. He's one of us. <laughs> that's all we had, really. That's it. He didn't, he didn't say. He, didn't, he had a little press conference for his school. He talked a little bit about the Lakers then, but he just showed up at training camp. And it's like the first time he did a press conference for, you know, the Lakers, solely about the Lakers. Uh, so whatever, you know, you're a superstar. We'll give you a pass, whatever. Um, we were supposed to play him off the ball more, right? Uh, Supposedly. You know, the whole idea of having all these playmakers. He was supposed to ease LeBron into more of like a uh, you know, post role and, and, and so he's not holding on the ball and taxing himself too much. Mm-hmm. Um, that that lasted like 10 games, right? Before he <laughs> took over as point guard, basically, and just like scrapped everything we were trying to do. And okay, we started winning when he did that, so I wasn't, I wasn't complaining after a couple weeks of that. Um, 
he never engaged with Luke Walton, right? He never endorsed him. He he literally just like he's the coach. Uh, I'm the player. Like just mm-hmm. big canned responses. He never really said that he liked them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he never. When when you watch them in timeouts, it's, he seems to talk to Brian Shaw more than Luke Walton. So it just seems you know. And then his camp, quote unquote, his camp says that they they want a new coach. Um, mm-hmm. It's just you know with the smoke there's fire. So it just seemed like he never. And, and he, this is the LeBron way, right? He's he burns through his entire, you know, he go every team he goes through coaches. He's a coach killer, all right? I don't oh yeah, LeBron stands. He's a coach killer. He is one hundred percent. He 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 usually trades everybody for you know whatever win now move, whatever star, whoever's available. He's that's that's his mo. But we assumed he was you know he's willing to change, right? He came to the Lakers for whatever reason. We didn't. There really was no good reasons for him to come to the Lakers unless he was just planning on trading everything for some. You know, win now to try to get two or the superstar win them type thing, but it didn't happen over the summer. So we thought, okay, maybe he likes our young guys. He's been hyping up Lonzo, <laughs> you know, all season. He's been saying how much he loves Lonzo and hyping him mm-hmm. up, how great he can be, hyping up Bi, props to Kuz, et cetera, et cetera. So it was like, okay, he's in on these guys. Um, and then the trade deadline happens, and basically he just, you know, his his agent. His best is one of his best friends, childhood friends. His agent is AD's agent, so you you have to feel like it's coming from LeBron, really. I mean, sad to say, mm-hmm. when it's, we're talking about clutch sports, we're talking about LeBron James. It's basically his yes, agency. It is. So, and this, his second biggest client, <clears throat> Anthony Davis, asked for a trade, and he wants to go to the Lakers. Oh, and I'm not even not not to mention a, a month before that, LeBron saying he wants to play with Anthony Davis, like just telling reporters that like <laughs> out the blue, like, hey, ask me if I want to play with Anthony Davis. Do you want to play with Anthony Davis? I would love to play with Anthony Davis. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's how that conversation went. It did. And uh, I mean, he, he, so, he named he named other players in that. To be fair, but yeah. well, that was after, right? That was like a bit because this was that first quote was right before the Pelicans game, and then after the game. We played the Pelicans, and he was like, I would, I would love to play with any player. Oh, mm-hmm. that, and then he did that whole spiel. Mm-hmm. So he tried to play coy, and then he said, oh, and I play by the rules. Remember? And he smiled. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so trade deadline, that blew up. Blew up our chemistry. Uh, the, the young guys, I mean, basically the whole team was on the, on the deadline, I mean, uh, in trade rumors. So they're all looking like, oh, okay, LeBron, you thought, you, thought we were your guys. I thought we were your mud squad. Uh, <laughs> motivated uh whatever the acronym was uh yeah yeah whatever that was yeah squad 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 but no you basically uh had them on the block just everybody's replaceable everybody's tradable so how are these guys supposed to feel they gotta look at him sideways so of course he's got no buy-in from his team now so how can you be a, a leader when you know you, you basically acting like a gm off the court mm-hmm. uh not playing no defense at all but want to like get mad at your guy making a shot? You trying to get mad at your teammates for it? Like they're supposed to cover you <laughs> all the time, um, and just being passive aggressive in the media. You know, it's just been it hasn't been great, man. And honestly, I don't, I don't want to hear it from his stands at all. They it's, it, they got to eat this ill. Oh yeah, um, and it's a stain on his legacy. I mean, not a big one. It's it, it's tail end of his prime, so it's not like he's you know twenty five year old LeBron missing the playoffs, but. It's still not a good look. Um, I feel like he could redeem himself, but it has been a disastrous season. He's got to eat this ill. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything more to say on LeBron James? Yeah, man. So I, I want to lead off my take with um, a, a quote from Stephen A. Smith. Um, 
Stephen A. loves to say on first take, uh, oh, LeBron going to get his stats. LeBron going to get his stats now. So, um, yeah, I mean, Le- LeBron makes sure that, that he gets his, you know, his 27, 10, and 10 every game. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't care about these empty records, these empty stats. Um, the, the, the only stats that matter are the W's. So, you know, I mean, there's been multiple times where we have lost a game, but he's he's had some type of either triple double or some type of accomplishment. And he'll post about it on Instagram. Like, hold on, fam. That don't matter. Like, that is irrelevant. (laughs) Like, don't nobody care about that. Don't nobody care about that. I I, I hate that. Yeah, like, I hate that. And like this, this, this guy, this guy comes to L.A. And one of the first thing he does is he, he tries to quiet the rumors about how I'm only for basketball. I'm not here for that extra stuff. Meanwhile, he has the shop on HBO, Space Jam 2. He's doing A&R for 2 Chainz's new album. Like, come on, man. What are you really here Multiple for? Though? documentaries. Yeah, like this, this guy, this guy, I don't, I don't like LeBron. I've, I've, I've always been a LeBron hater. Um, and, you know, when, when we got him, uh, I, I was trying my best to change my ways. You know, I was like, you know what? It, it's LeBron. Like he's 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 a good player. Like I'm not stupid. I'm gonna respect his talent. Like he has obvious talent. And I've you know during during the first you know October, November, December of the season, um, you know I, I was up and down with him because he, he was up and down with us. You know, like oh, when, I forgot when, to mention, man, he he was been he's been coasting all year. Oh my goodness! Yes, he's been coasting. Le, Le, LeBron has not turned it on. He has not activated any playoff mode. I don't care what he says. Le, 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 LeBron has a whole other gear that he can go into, but he has not, unless he's, he's no, not he, no, nah, he not hurt. He's old. Like, and and, and th- this this is something this is something that 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 I talked about to you when we first signed LeBron. I was like, my biggest fear is that he's gonna get hurt because. We're not, we're not, we're not getting, you know, Cleveland LeBron. We're, we're, we're not getting Miami LeBron. We're getting old man Bron, and that's that's the guy we're getting. He's thirty three, going on thirty four. So his his legacy for the Lakers is going to be that. Oh, I was old, I was hurt, I was hobbled, and I don't want to hear it. I, I I wish he never would have signed with us. I wish he he wouldn't have signed a four year deal. I would have been happier riding with the young guys and you know taking our chances because. I'm not a fan of LeBron James. I'm not. I don't like him. And now there's reports about him sitting out and, you know, um, oh, I'm not hurt, so I'm going to play. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't put him by him to, you know, as, as you say, you know, I, I wouldn't put it by him to fake an injury and be out for the rest of the season. I really wouldn't. Yeah. Once he passes uh, Jordan for more oh, yeah. time, which he should do tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yep. Day. I think he's what like 14 points away or something so. something like that yeah yeah he, he probably uh sitting out sunday i mean saturday prime time against the celtics come up with some injury and then <laughs> they go he's gonna be out i would not mm-hmm. be surprised if that's how it goes but i mean why not look uh so i'm done with the blame pot that's that is what it is it's uh, but in the game, the season's over we got 18 games left i mean mm-hmm. what's the point yep like why should why should he play i mean look <laughs> hear, hear me out here's my case for tanking we're five and a half games from the eight seed. We're four and a half games from the number seven slot in the tank race. Mm. When you wake up, when you wake up, and you're closer to to better tanking seed, to, uh, you know, a top five pick than you are from playoffs, it's time to to you know, uh, rejigger your, your, your yeah exactly like it's time, <laughs> it's time to well yeah start this tank engine. 
Mm-hmm. Rev it up. <laughs> it, break it back out of the garage. A little dusty. We, th- we thought we thought we were done with it. Thought we could sell it. Uh... Bring this 2013 tank back out. Man. Old faithful. These number two picks every year. Let's get it. <laughs> so but that's no, um, I mean, I was about to so, say, like, is, is that what you want to see from the Lakers? You want to see them tank now? I do, actually, yes. I mean, it's like an organizational tank. Like, yeah, just sit LeBron. What's the point? He's 34. Let's not let him risk getting hurt anymore. Let mm-hmm. him lose record, whatever, and let's just come up with some fake injury. Yeah, 18, you know, 15-plus games, just let it go. All right, it's mm-hmm. over. Um, now, the young guys can still play if they if they want. I, I doubt, like, I, before I doubt Lonzo will be back. It would be nice yeah. if he could just to try to get back, get a rhythm. But I, I, the, even if he is to remain a Laker, he needs to, a healthy offseason. I agree. So that's the most important thing for him. Just get healthy. But if he could get back, sure. If injury, I mean, if uh, Bi the little shoulder thing, mysterious shoulder injury that uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if it's real or not, but whatever. If it, no, it's not. If real. he wants to come back and play, sure. I mean, he's been putting up numbers. Whatever. Go on and get that trade value up more, bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kuz is probably out. I mean, he's, he just got hurt, so I don't know. He yeah, might be so- back in the last week of season. Yeah, I see um, Tanya uh, Ganguly, she uh, from Lakers Nation, she just posted on Twitter that Kuz uh, had an MRI. He has a minor right ankle sprain. Um, he'll probably miss up to a week. And, yeah, I mean, after that, he'll be day-to-day. So, you know, with the Lakers, that means he's out for the season. So Exactly. Um, and that's a whole other subject. Mm-hmm. Hart, I mean, he's been hurt Man. For, like, for months, so he might as well sit out. He's, yeah. he's, I mean, he's just hurting himself, hurting his, he, his numbers even worse. <laughs> it's it's ugly. And I mean, these vets—they don't want to play. Lance want to come up with injuries, whatever, whatever. Rondo, you want to sit? <laughs> Just bring in all these G League dudes. I mean, I don't think we got to try hard to take. Andre LeBron Ingram. I, I have that on my notes. Andre Ingram, LOL. Why not? We still have a we still have a roster spot. Uh, oh man. Then, okay, okay. I, I don't mean to interrupt your train of thought, but who does Carmelo Anthony think he is? Like, what was oh, about oh, this report the other day? Yeah, like, what was it about this report that, you know, talks with the Lakers that Carmelo Anthony have stopped because the Lakers are in the playoff? Mellow. Bro, you still on the couch. Yeah, like, shut up. Like, (laughs) who do you think you are? Mellow really think that he is somebody that's going to come in and drop 30? Like, bro, we don't want you. Like, like, this guy has... some chilled. Yeah, like, this this guy has some balls, bro. Yes, like, (laughs) this, this guy has some cojones on him. Like Melo, I don't think it's mm-hmm. like that. I think like Woj is just fishing for hit pieces. So he probably contacted Carmelo's people like, "Hey, what's up? Are you still signed with the Lakers?" And his people was like, "What's the point? Like, <laughs> they're not making the playoffs. So what's why? Why Melo even? You know, Melo, Melo fat now. He he don't work out no more. What's the point? <laughs> what's the point of getting him back oh, in shape man. for this? So yeah, that's that's a whole. <laughs> I was laughing when I saw. It. I was like, get out of here. That, yeah. Woj just Woj, like I've been trying to tell you what Adrian Wojnarowski is a pure like a hater just come up with re- who gives it who else would release <laughs> that story nobody gives a damn yeah yeah I I um yeah man when I when when, when I saw Woj tweet that I, I I I'll admit I got angry but I got angry because like I'm just like who does Melo like I really I was like who does he think he is but yeah um so let's, let's move on man let's move on so Lakers. I have, I have a question though. Do, oh, okay. do you think at what point? What do you think Magic and Rob's, uh, you know, excuse is going to be? So this, the season's going to end, and they're gonna, they're going to fire Luke on day one, right? And then oh yeah, they're going to do their their press conferences 
Are they mm-hmm. just going to completely blame injuries? Are they not going to cop to this roster or, or uh, you no. know, them depleting, them shooting ourselves in the foot by trading Zubats? I mean, our one center that was playing. Decent. Here's here's exactly how it's going to go. So first of all, Luke was doomed from day one. As soon as LeBron James signed with us, he was doomed because, like you know, we we, we said it earlier. Does he even Le- make LeBron, the rest of the season? I think so. Let's just let him. Let's just let him go now. I mean, what's what? I mean, what's, what's the Brian point? Shaw finish. I mean, oh well. Maybe, but I don't think Brian Shaw is in their long-term plans to be the coach. So why, you know, why, why even do that? Just let Luke finish. It's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Everybody know he's he's gonna get fired. I mean, like, why got this, <laughs> why let this guy just out here? He's already just sitting down most of the game anyway. He's you know he's barely into it, Luke. So I mean, just let okay. him go. If you know you're gonna fire him, let him go. Let's just move on. I guess let Jersey Mermaids or somebody. Let somebody. I mean, shoot, let LeBron coach him. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, you know, Luke. Luke from day one has been doing ever since he signed LeBron. So yeah, he, he's absolutely gone. Um, and yeah, Ma- I mean, Magic and Robert is absolutely going to blame injuries. I mean, they signed everybody on this roster aside from Brandon Ingram, so they're not going to take the blame for any of the guys performing or underperforming. You know, like you know, Le- LeBron missed eighteen games. Lonzo missed essentially half the season. So you know, those are our two best players, in my opinion. So I mean, you know, uh, they, they're they're absolutely they really going to say injuries. I mean, I'm sure that they're upset and they're angry and, you know, they feel like the guys that they signed should have played better, but they can't say that publicly So, because that's going to make them sound incompetent because we knew that, like, you know, like you know, we, we, like you said, like we, we were looking at them sideways and they were signing freaking Lance Stevenson and Michael Beasley and Rajon Rondo. Like we were like, we were looking like what, but I mean, they're, they're not going to admit that publicly. So do you think they're like. Are they are they more so mad at Luke or are they mad at the players? Like who are they pissed at? Are they just mad at themselves I mean, if, if they're not taking blame? Yeah, but say I mean like so internally they're probably mad at themselves, but you know I don't. I mean I just don't see why they would put themselves out there and say that hey we messed up. I mean you know at I mean that would be nice. I, I, I it it would be, but if they said hey you know this experiment it just didn't turn out how we expected. Yeah, I just I just I just don't see it happening. I mean. I'm being realistic, you know, um, Magic Johnson is extremely respected in the basketball world. I just don't see him, you know, putting this smudge on on it himself. I mean, everybody else is already killing him. He, he's not going to add to the fire by doing it himself, too. So that's just OK. One more question. Did, was there any point in the season where you just realized you were done with Luke or, or last season or what? Like, when um, did you know it was it when was I was done, for him? done with Luke. I mean, I knew he was getting fired when we signed LeBron, but I I really haven't liked him for, you know, after the first month we got him, really, because oh. I saw I saw his rotations and his offensive scheme. And like you said, like it hasn't changed or evolved in the three years that he's been here. Luke has been the same coach for those three years. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't the biggest D'Lo fan, but I didn't like that D'Lo was riding the bench at the end of games. Like, I, I hated it. And in Lonzo's first year, I mean, Lonzo was riding the bench at the end of the games. And then this year, he's riding the bench at the end of the games. I'm just, I can't get with that. And so, yeah, I mean, are, do, do you have a different opinion on that as far as, you know, when you were done with Luke? No, no, I mean, I think I was done with him. I think deep down I was done with him when he was playing Rondo over Lonzo. When it was clear as <laughs> day that, that Lonzo was the guy. Mm-hmm. I think I was starting to get pissed and I was, I was just, I was, and we still had no offense. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was getting pissed with him. I was, I was hoping, 
I, I thought maybe best case he could stay as head coach, but we could get a new staff and mm-hmm. and he could you know to help him out with offense and just other things like that. But I, I, I kind of didn't think he'd be the type that would fire all his buddies and then bring on a whole bunch of guys that sure. Magic or Rob hires for his staff. I didn't think he'd be that type to allow that or, or accept that. So right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, what man. do we do, man? I mean, you know, we're probably gonna fire a coach. We we have mm-hmm. uh, a roster. You know, luckily all the vets are gonna be gone, but we're gonna have young guys that are like kind of just in limbo. I mean, is there any chance that Magic and 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 LeBron want to keep any of these young guys, or is it, is it just all about trading for AD or? or what? Yeah. So in my mind, this summer, like this this Anthony Davis trade is going down. Um, you know, you touched on it earlier, but if Lonzo doesn't come back this year, he has played his last game as a Laker. Um, there's there's no future for these guys here as long as LeBron's here. So, you know. Not anyone? No. Because like, okay. they're, they're always going to yeah. be in trade rumors. Always. So it's in it back. Go ahead. So AD to Boston. Is, it, it looks like Boston's pretty much, that's not going to happen, right? Because Kyrie, it doesn't mm-hmm. look like he's coming back at all. Nope. So Anthony Davis is not going to resign there. They're nope. not going to even trade all their guys, especially not Tatum for him. Nope. So uh, I don't know if that. I mean, that's not going to be out there. I don't know if there's anybody uh, else uh, else out there that can put out the offer. I mean, we'll have to see how the pit, how the draft uh, the lottery goes down. But mm-hmm. hey, you know that's another reason why I want to tank. What if we end up getting <laughs> a, a top four pick? Excuse me, because if we get down to say that seven spot which is we're four and a half games from that we would have a 30 almost 31.9 percent chance of getting in the top four and a mm-hmm. 7.5 percent chance of getting number one right now we're 13th with a 4.8 percent chance to get to top four and one percent for number one mm-hmm. so just i mean tanking could be critical for our future i mean for our summer uh specifically because what if we have say a, a top four pick and you see how great Brandon Ingram's been playing this year. What if that's enough alone? Like just like maybe the pick in Brandon Ingram for AD, which might even be a lot for one year AD. And we don't yeah. know what else, you know, what other offers are going to be anywhere close. Mm-hmm. I still think we're going to have the best uh, assets to get AD that is reasonable that he will resign on because he'll have a one year deal. So I, I I still think that trade is going to be there. Mm-hmm. But it might not be the whole God offer. I mean, the Godfather offer. That yeah, and and that's that's there. that's exactly what I want to touch on. There's no way that we're going to offer everybody again. And if we do, we're stupid. And Magic and yes. Rob need to be I'm, fired. I'm going to be done. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah. done. If they but do. um, there, there's absolutely no way that Lonzo, Hart, Kuz, Bi, like, there's no way we should offer all four of those guys for Anthony Davis. In no shape or form, we should not do that in the summer. Plus now, a lottery pick. Oh, pl- right. Yeah. So, but let's say let's say that we do get number three, right? You know, we we, we get one of the Duke boys. I mean, not not Zion, obviously, because he's going number one. But let's say we get number three. We package it with, with Bi, like you said. We trade, and then it's done. Like we 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 have Anthony Davis. Um, like, do you see like a future with that? Like, because you know we're we're gonna have, well, we we still got a lot of guys to sign. But I mean, yeah, say we have Lonzo Hart. Um... You know, uh, I guess LeBron, AD, and then we got to fill out a center, and then we still we still have like we still have like twenty twenty five million, I think, mm-hmm. want to say to uh, fill out the roster. So, I, I would actually, I wouldn't mind that path. I mean, we kind of we we didn't talk about free agency. Um, 
Mm -hmm. that looks pretty bleak. Um, I was about to say, yeah, I mean, that's the question. I mean, who who wants to play with us now? Like, <laughs> who who wants to come into this? I'm I'm not I'm I'm not closing the door on Durant, man, or Kyrie. Really? I know they sound it sounds crazy, but out of the, those out of the free agents, those two guys have a relationship with LeBron. Mm -hmm. Even like I saw today uh, on the jump, Kyrie uh, was talking, I guess last night or today or something about um, how the media keeps you know, trying to tear LeBron down or, or tries to tear KD down or tries to tear him down, et cetera. So he lumped those three guys together and just talking about, you know, their legacies and how great they are, stuff like that. Um, check it out if you haven't heard. It's, it's, uh, it's just like after practice or after shoot around or something. Mm -hmm. um, so I, and, and then between that and him, like, going out of his way to talk about how he apologized to LeBron and how his leadership thing is tough, blah, 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 and how he, you know, I just, I, I'm not closing the door on Kyrie. And then KD, I mean, why would you go from the Warriors, you know, three-time champion, most likely, dynasty, to the Knicks? Like, what, what's really the, I mean, especially if you're not going to have Kyrie or someone else going with you, to the mm -hmm. Knicks with that, with, with that ownership, that, I mean, that front office is, is okay, I guess, Young Brothers, uh, newer, uh, Newer front office, I mean, they haven't had a, a chance to really mess up too much. That the KP trade was kind of weird, but maybe they know something about KD. I don't know, but <laughs> um, but it's just like, I mean, the Lakers aren't great situation right now, but are the Knicks really better than us? I mean, I don't know. And then he's like I said, he's got a relationship with LeBron, so I don't know. I wouldn't put it completely closing the door on Kevin Durant or Kyrie Irving. Mm -hmm. um, Particularly Kyrie Irving, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like it's a chance. And then, what about like the second tier guys, like a Cousins or a Kimball Walker or Jimmy Butler? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Jimmy Butler. I mean, whatever. Well, look, we we just had the Mud Squad. Well, why not have a, <laughs> another, another crazy? At least he's actually good. <laughs> and uh, at least he'll compete every night. Yeah, you know he'll play defense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man, you know, um, that, that that next point you bring up is interesting because, you know, talk about the Tankathon, you know, they're they're probably going to get Zion. So, I mean. You can't say that. I mean, just because they're like the worst team in the league, that's only, what, 10 percent chance. It's not a high. It's not great. And like or 15 percent, something like that. It's not it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not like it's a slam dunk, you know, so. Mm -hmm. We'll see. What if we'll they see do how it goes down. If, 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 they, if do, they get Zion, then that, that gives them a good chance to get somebody like Kyrie or KD too, right? Yeah, I agree. Or maybe even trade for Anthony Davis. Yeah, I, I'd personally rather have Zion, and, and knowing you're going to have him for like seven years, as opposed to taking a chance for AD. But oh, I, unless, you know he's, unless you know AD is going to resign, like he, you know, you got to have a super team pretty much lined up, I guess. <laughs> But even then, I, I might think long and hard about just keeping Zion because you know he's going, you know, you, you can kind of mold him a little better. Mm-hmm. Whereas AD, oh, yeah. he's going to want his touches and stuff, especially with Kyrie, KD. You don't want too many cooks in the kitchen, but I don't know. <laughs> Personally, yeah. I'd rather Kyrie come to the Lakers than Zion. Get the, I mean, we get the number one pick, but it is what it is. What about D'Lo? What about him? He's a restricted free agent this summer. The Nets ain't trying to throw that max. <laughs> yeah, no. The Lakers, the Lakers better not make any kind of offer to him. I'm sorry. They better not. <laughs> after trading them? Yeah. After trading like, them and talking crap about them? Yeah, like, there's absolutely no way that they should do that. 
Um, and you know, I'm not even gonna talk about that because you're just gonna get me angry about D'Lo. So, and about Randall, and about Brook Lopez, and everybody else that's playing great for the Lakers, right? I mean, that used to play for the Lakers right now. So, what about if things? Okay, we don't sign, you know, basically anybody that we wanted, um, you know, big name guys or even the second tier guys. Magic and Rush um, fire. Okay, what what if instead of doing that, they get desperate and trade for Bradley Beal? They should be fired. What? They should be fired, bro. <laughs> if the Lakers, depending on what it is, though, it might not look. Bill's putting up like twenty five a game and like five assists, decent, good percentages. So it's not like he's how a would bomb, that work? But Who would they have to give up? They probably have to be revolving around Ingram, and um, depend. If, say if we've got like our twelfth pick or something, Ingram in the twelfth pick. Oh, that's it? Okay, yeah, bye, Ingram. Okay. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like two or three young core guys, and absolutely oh, not. Oh, no, if it's a godfather offer for Bradley Beal, yeah, they should be fired. That's yeah, okay, crazy. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, if it's just going to be Ingram in a, a pick, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you know, go for the guy that's doing it now. But there's no way you give up two or three of our young core for Bradley Beal. I'm sorry, he's not that good. Um, yeah. My opinion. So, yeah. at the end of the day, I, I just don't – I don't see us come – if we. <laughs> I don't see us being completely empty-handed this summer. Something's going to happen. We're going to get somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I mean, I I'm optimistic. I just don't know. You know, I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of getting my feelings hurt, man. Like, I'm, I'm tired of believing in this franchise and, you know, it just stuff just not happening. Um, it's tough, man, because though we've, we've had so many of our good times, right? You know, we've seen championships. There's so many people who lived a lifetime never saw a championship. We've seen five in our lifetime or well, in my lifetime you, mm-hmm. uh, you might not remember the first in 2000 or 2001 2002 but I, I vividly remember them but mm-hmm. um you know it so now there's a lot of pressure on the Lakers man we're, we're front and center you know we lead all the sports shows it's just uh, it's we're in a big huge mm-hmm. media bubble especially with LeBron signing with us it's just a yeah. lot man so it's it's it's, it's exhausting just to hear so many takes and so many yes. haters out there and so many people just say, getting all this, saying all this stuff mm-hmm. and to know that they were mostly right, you know? <laughs> I, was, I, remember, I, remember, I remember around Christmas time, we beat the Warriors, blew them out. I was all pumping my chest and the places where I, where I post my sports and stuff, I'm all talking, you know, doing my victory lap. Even though LeBron <laughs> was hurt, I was like, you know, he'll be all right. He's missing like a, a week or something. We're going to be good. Man, little did I know the whole world would be crashing down. And it's very humbling, man. It's very humbling. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man. So you 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 touched on it a little bit, but I I, I kind of do want to address some haters for a little bit because, um, you know, there, there there there's people out there that tend to think that you know the Lakers were always going to be bad this year, no matter what. And that's just that's just false. I mean, that's just that's just wrong. And I don't know how else to say it. I mean, the the Lakers were good. We were clicking. And then LeBron got hurt, then Lonzo got hurt, then Anthony Davis, and, you know, everything happened. And like you said, our, you know, we, we, we completely fall off a cliff. But I, I stand by it to this day. If LeBron was healthy the entire season, Lonzo Ball been healthy the entire season, even with the 80 trade rumors, we would still be a good team. Like, we would be in the playoffs, maybe even fourth, fifth, sixth, but we would not be as awful as, as we are right now. So that's number one. Number two... People think that Braun coming over to the West just means that, you know, like, oh, like it's not going to be easy now. You know, you've been over there coasting in the East. Now you're in the West. So, you know, you're not going to do nothing for the Lakers. I mean, LeBron's going to get his stats, like Stephen A. says. So, 
I mean, as as much as I don't like him as a basketball player, LeBron has been having a great season for us. Um, he just he just can't topple the injuries. Yeah, yeah, offensively, yeah. He he just he just can't do anything with these injuries. I mean, that's that's stuff that he can't control. I mean, he he's older now, but you know, I I don't I don't like those those haters out there that think that you know just because we were the fourth seed for a day or whatever that it just doesn't matter. I mean, of course it matters. We were the fourth seed. We were six games over five hundred. We we were rolling. We were clicking. I mean, and then you know LeBron got hurt, so it matters. But yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, they were mostly right too, though, because those veterans that Magic signed, they're not doing nothing. I mean, we got right <laughs> now. We got four guys basically worth a damn, right? With I LeBron, agree. LeBron, Ingram, Kuz, and Bullock. Really, I mean, Rondo mm-hmm. some nights, but for the most part, four or five guys. Um, and really most of the, I mean, JaVale, like you, you alluded to, he started off the season great. Yeah. Um, Lance had moments up and down, but he was not like he was ever great. Um, KCP has been a, a mitigated disaster. I gotta, <laughs> let me check his percentages. I want to say this guy, he had maybe, he had maybe one good month, what, like January or something, or maybe it was December. Yeah. Cause I mean, in, he, in the beginning of the season, he was awful. And then Josh Hart started taking his minutes and then KCP came on for a little bit. But after that, he's been awful. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my phone's KCP, so KCP has just been, he's been a complete radio, but, disaster. I mean, yeah, I, I don't have his stats, but it, it, I'm just, I'm just going to go on a limb. And he has got to be his career worst season, maybe since his rookie year or something. But he hasn't done nothing for us. 12 million a year, just, just you know, just there. Um, and then Beasley, four, four, five, 4.5 million, just hasn't done it. I mean, what can you do, man? Like, these guys that, that Magic signed... Like everybody hated the signings immediately, <laughs> and said they were stupid, and they were right about it. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't, I couldn't really defend it then. I was just like, well, they're just role <laughs> players, right? Yeah. I mean, I, they're one year, one year deals. The role players, the young guys, we're gonna be depending on. Well, the young guys are for the most part doing their thing. I mean, they weren't always starting the year. They weren't always consistent, but definitely. Now, I mean, we're losing. We're just bleeding games left and right, just losing to terrible teams. And the young guys are actually the only ones, along with LeBron, that are worth a damn. Yeah. Yeah, So what does that say about these? I mean, like, if we just had – look, this summer, man, if we strike out, I don't want to do these one-year deals anymore. Why? I'm sorry. Like, I don't don't want to – because these – when you sign one-year guys, they don't buy in. They don't care. Mm-hmm. At least give them two years, two or three, maybe, you know, a team option or something. Just have a carrot over their head to where they feel like they're they're not just an asset. that's just a placeholder for cap right. space for the summer. Like, let them at least think they're a part of the team. We have to we have to start building a team man. like I'm tired of doing. Mm-hmm. We've been doing these one year deals since we've been tanking, since we've been bad. So at least five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, the last multi-year guy besides LeBron that we signed that wasn't a draft pick was like Lou Williams. We signed him to like a three-year deal, couple like four or five years ago. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's not good business. Like we need we need to stop having so much turnover. We need we need a culture. We need like roots. We need teams. I mean, players that we as fans we can buy into and, and love. Right. I agree, man. What, so. I mean, that's. That's pretty much. I think I'm all taked out, man. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's 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 go ahead and wrap it up, man. Um, so you know, I I want to get your your final thoughts. I mean, I know that this whole podcast we pretty much just crapped on everything about the Lakers, but um, 
you know, in my opinion, there there there, there have been some decent takeaways from the season. So, um, do you, do you have anything good to take away from the season at all? Well, why don't you start it off? Where's some that you? So you yeah, so for me, good? man, um, you know, uh, I want to start with Javale McGee. Like you know, we 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 alluded to it, to it earlier, but. Starting off the season, JaVale McGee was a force on both ends of the floor. Um, like he, he really helped us um, protecting the rim and finishing around the basket. Uh, his, his athleticism to be able to catch lobs and just dunk on people was just fantastic for like the first two or three months of the season. Uh, unfortunately, when protecting the rim, yeah, I think he was leading the league in blocks for like in the first, it, yeah, <laughs> he was, yeah. And then, you know, unfortunately, when, when Zeus started taking his minutes. He kind of just lost his confidence or lost his will to play, whichever. Um, and he had and pneumonia, right? yeah, that I forgot about that. Yeah, he had, yeah, he had the pneumonia. He was just yeah, he was pretty much done. I think he missed like ten games for that. Yeah, um, about like almost a month. Yeah, um, and uh, Tyson Chandler as well. I thought that you know when when he came in, he he made an immediate impact. He had that big block against Atlanta, got us a good win. Um, he, he's always good setting screens, getting rebounds, but he, he just can't stay healthy either. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, the, the, the biggest takeaway is the young guys. You know, I mean, uh, Lonzo, but before he got hurt, he was rolling. He was looking spectacular. Um, Kuz has, has looked – Yeah, Kuz has looked pretty good all year. He's actually being kind of consistent. Um, and then yeah, B.I. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, but and then B.I., like this past two or three weeks, this guy has just been balling. Um, it sucks that he got this quote unquote shoulder injury now, but, uh, I guess he's shooting the ball too much, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, BI has been balling. So, you know, it, it, it gives me hope for our young guys. Um, you know, and, and Josh Hart did his thing in summer league in the beginning of the season when KCP was trash until he got his knee tendonitis. But, you know, it, it gives me hope that if, if we do keep our young guys, you know, our, our young guys can develop and actually do something. Um, but you know, th- those are my good takeaways. Those are all the ones I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, and also just, you know, how much you know, how much enthusiasm and, and how much excitement we had in the first mm. couple months. Oh yeah. You know, it's 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 hopefully free agents can see that and are like, man, this like if you can win as a Laker, is nothing better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like you, you pretty much touched on the rest of the positives. Um I don't really have much else. It was just, <laughs> it's pretty dark. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, you know, if if I want you to put on your GM hat right now. So, what did the Lakers have to do this summer to to not only win back the hearts of Laker fans, but to compete for a championship? Because that, that that's what it's all about. We don't we, we don't play for division banners. We play for championships. So, what do you think they need to do this summer to make that move? Okay, so um, as soon as the Celtics gets bounced in the first round, uh, <laughs> let's let's hope for that. Um, LeBron needs to call Kyrie over, and they need to hang out like all summer. <laughs> Post Instagram um, videos. Exactly. Do all that. Um, hell, why not? Why not KD too? Once the Warriors win the championship, let's just get all three in my room. Tell KD and Kyrie to take pay cuts. All right, whatever. Whatever gets. <laughs> Whatever they got to do, pick, pick one of them or, or both of them or whatever. He, he, LeBron's got to go into recruiter mode like crazy. I agree. And he's got to start. He's got to put on the full court press. Um, he's also got to look himself in the mirror, you know, and, and think about what does he have to do to win the hearts of Lakers fans. And like, did he 
you know, always approach things the right way this, 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 this year. Uh, you know, once they get the roster together, he needs to work on embracing who he has, you know, like yes. go, going back to how he was with the Cavs and they're going all the team dinners and, and, and team vacations or whatever they were doing, all that type of stuff, like build a brotherhood with the teammates. We, he never did that with the Lakers here. It's just all been like business and just hanging with his family. I mean, maybe because <laughs> most of the team was young. I don't know, but it's just he hasn't been connected. So um, we have to think about stuff like that, I think. Um, and then, you know, Magic and Rob, uh, first, they're going to have to uh, address free agency. And then uh, whatever happens there, they have to address the Anthony Davis situation. If mm-hmm. they're going to make a move or not. I mean, we have to get over that. If He's going to get traded or what? Yes. Uh, so basically, these guys need to, I mean, at the end of the day, this season has been a disaster, but it's still, it's not, you know, we still have caps. We still have a superstar, LeBron James, who mm-hmm. has a, a decent network of friends in the league. It's not like everybody hates him, despite what some people are trying to say. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see actually how this goes this summer. If we get nobody, then it must mean nobody going to play with him, right, with all these guys available. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes. And, you know, we have 30... Eight million cap space. It's not like we have a whole bunch of dead weight and terrible contracts. So you know, it's not the end of the world. We have young talent. The future's still bright. It's just a matter of how bright. It might not. We might not have this super team that we dreamed about, but we could still be okay, and we could still build a championship team. We just got to decide what we, where, what are we going to have? Mm-hmm. I think the Davis thing needs to be resolved some way, somehow. They need to just be like, all right, we're, we're just, we can't get them. The, the, the Pelicans ain't trading with us or whatever and so we just got to focus on what we have develop our young guys um look our, our, like ingram has taken a step every season but it's been slow right definitely like he basically he starts off horrible in the beginning of the year that's been this is third year it's been like that every year literally uh and he gets better every month and then he he really spikes after the all-star break that's been his mo since he's been a laker Mm-hmm. Can we can we try to get more of that out of him early? Can maybe <laughs> him traveling around all Kingston back home or whatever? Can he, can he stay in LA in a facility and work? With oh, that's another thing. I guess who's our coach? We get we got to get a coach. Yeah. Um. Who? I mean, are there any ideas of who who's out there? I mean, let me throw out I some mean, names. I know they've been talking Doc Rivers lately. Yeah. Um, uh, Mark Jackson, Jason Kidd, Ty Lue, Jeff Van Gundy. Yeah, there's been names thrown out, but nobody I like, to be honest. So we got to get a coach. We got to get uh, some kind of foundation idea how we want to play. We have to get a development system in place. We have to figure out who we're going to have. And let's just get going, man. Let this be the an official, like this year is just a sabbatical or it's just a debacle or whatever. Let's just mm-hmm. 2019, 2020 is the official start of this championship contending era let's build a team that can contend for a championship stop with these shenanigans these one-year deals just if, if you can't get the superstars and let's build around lebron and the young guys and let's get veterans that um that that help uh mask some of their strengths and weaknesses mm-hmm. that's that's how i'm looking at it definitely so we have a clean slate it's not the end of the world but we need the front office to like wake up and be smart about the moves they're making right now and we need LeBron and, and Magic to also recruit and, and try to do their best thing because this is this might be the biggest summer in recent Laker history. I agree. I think it is. Uh, I think it, it might be the biggest. I mean, it, 
in Laker history that I've known, I've, I've, and as long as I've been a fan, this summer can determine not only the next, you know, our, our immediate championship contention, but if we end up trading all the young guys for something stupid or, or if the young guys just like, I don't know, I don't know what, I don't even know if, if, if they're going to come back regardless. I mean, Kuz is out here pushing LeBron. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> does, <laughs> does LeBron, does, I mean, do these guys, you know, mess with LeBron anymore? I don't know. Is that, I don't know if that relationship is just completely fractured or what. But we, and we need a direction. We need to just go with it. Stop with all this in between. We just wasted a year of LeBron's career. Definitely. Let's not do that anymore. Yeah, man. Um, I'm kind of all over the place. I didn't really have a real plan, but... <laughs> Um, no, I mean, did you have something in mind? Yes, I mean, you know, just to just kind of echo what you were saying, you know, number one, the to me, number one, Anthony Davis situation, it has to be addressed. That needs to be the focal point. Like, are we going to do this or not? I mean, if we're going to do it, make it happen. If they're not going to do it, then just move on, focus on free agency. Number two, coach, like you said, because I really wholeheartedly, I mean, wholeheartedly believe uh, as soon as we play our last regular season game, by the time the post game press conferences start, Luke's going to be fired. I mean, it's it's going to be like that. So we've got to find somebody that, like you said, that has some type of culture that can help us build something. Um, and number three, man, we we need to commit. Like you know, you you talk about us signing all these guys on one year deals, but um, we 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 need to start making some commitments to some of these guys so we can build that culture. Um, because you know, if you're if, if you're a team with no identity, I mean, you're you're, you're nothing. So we need to have some type of identity, some type of culture in, in the Lakers organization again so we can get guys, you know, committed in, um, you know, so they can actually believe in what we're doing. But and you could always make moves later if you're trying to clear cap or whatever or, or whatever. Yep. Like it's it's better to have a guy, you know, a decent player that's an asset on a multi-year deal. Don't don't give money to bad players. But <laughs> if you have a guy who's an asset on a multi-year deal, you can always trade them. You can yep. always get, trade them for a pick or whatever the case may be, or, or a better a player that fits better. It's better to have that than just a one-year placeholder. That's, um, I mean, those guys that can be useful as like salary cap, salary cap uh, relief to some team that might be trying to clear cap, but not your whole team. Yeah, yeah, man, I agree, I agree. And um, so we, we we've been going for about an hour here, man. So I want to go ahead and wrap it up. I just have one final question for you. Um, did the Lakers make the playoffs this year? What if we said all this and some of these fools get hot and go win like 15 straight? <laughs> what happened, Frank? <laughs> that would be insane. Like, I, I, I'll, I'll eat that L, whatever, I guess, if that's... I, honestly, no, I don't... I'm almost... I'm just resigned to the fact, like, let's just not make it. Like, these guys, I don't see it anyway. These guys hate each other. It's just a mess. Like, <laughs> like one, two, three, Cancun. It's, it's been... It's been a burden just to watch them play. It has mm-hmm. been only reason I'm watching is for my young guys, really. And it's been tough just to watch this filth. Like, no, like in this, you know how like in 2K or whatever video games you could just sim to the end of the season. Let's just, <laughs> let's just, just end the season. Just, yeah. Just stop. Like, yeah. So hell no, I don't see yeah. any way to make playoff. That's a that's a good way. We're gonna end it right here, man. Thanks, man. Thank you for coming on. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Anytime, man. Laker Nation, NBA fans, I hope you enjoyed this pod. Hope you enjoyed this special episode. 
man, um, I really hope that, you know, my brother's random and not accurate prediction will come true and that we do go on some fantastic win streak and, you know, we make the playoffs, but that's not going to happen. Um, this season has been absolutely awful, but we got to keep up alive. We got to hope that, you know, Magic and Rob can do something in the offseason and that's it, guys. I'm a de dejected Lakers fan signing off. Till next time.